This is Blue Kryptonite with Alex and Charles Day. Welcome to Blue Kryptonite. I'm Alex Day alongside my father, Charles. Chuck, we are two and two. We are two and two. Setting me up to be the wet blanket again, <laughs> but we are two and two. The final score against Washington, 24 for New York, three for Washington in a rare laugher. I don't remember the last time the Giants actually blew out a team. This game felt over, I would say, halfway through the third quarter. Maybe the Jabril Peppers pick six. That was the nail okay. in the coffin. You're being generous. It was over halfway through the second quarter. Well, we, didn't, we didn't know, what, we didn't know what, if you know Haskins was going to ignite his team the same right. way Jones did last week. Right. That will be the first of many Dwayne Haskins digs that I'll take while I can. I'll just <laughs> keep kicking him while he's on the ground because he might. And, that'll and be he a, probably will be a very good quarterback. He will. For today, we'll take our shots. Kick him today and it'll be a freezing cold take in three years. <laughs> Halfway through the fourth quarter, Giants fans were leaving because the game was over. And that's partly because getting out of MetLife Stadium is such a mess that it's you want to get the first train. <laughs> True. But let's talk about the offense first, and specifically in the first quarter. I thought in the first quarter, the offense picked up where it left off last week against Tampa Bay and, and looks great. I am only willing to do this if you're going to let me talk about the offense the other three quarters no, of the game. Right. I'm okay. saying first okay. quarter, and then we're going to do the... Okay. Yeah, yeah, of course. For the first quarter, it looked like he looked with Tampa. They looked great. They had two touchdowns. Oh, sorry. Who's he? Uh, that would be Danny Dimes, is that what you need me to say? Mr. Dimes to <laughs> you. Mr. Dimes to me. Bad juju, by the way, to have Danny Dimes jerseys before his first home shh, game. Just shh, got a memo from the football shh. gods about that. <laughs> he looked really good. Um, I like the fact that they didn't run him a lot. He only ran when he needed to. They didn't... Risk having him having his head knocked off. He's an accurate passer. He's got an arm. Um, he looked really good, and we scored 14 quick points. Yeah, I, I think that's a good point you mentioned about him getting hit because I think last week they were so excited, and he was so excited about adding this dimension to the offense that was lacking his mobility, the deep ball, that he kind of was a little bit reckless with how he was throwing around his body. I think he was a lot more controlled this week. And, I mean, that one third and long conversion he had. It was a great play. That was a heck of a play. I'm not opposed to him running. I just wouldn't make that part of the scheme while we're this bad. You know, I mean, if, if we're in the playoffs, right, let him right, run right. around the end. Right. But we're playing Washington, and we're one and two. Like, right. I don't want him to get killed. Yeah. I, I thought the offense as a whole looked pretty good. I thought Wayne Gallman really – I mean, he's always been a serviceable backup. But I think all Giants fans are pretty skeptical skeptical about how he would be filling in for Saquon. I thought he did a great job. Yeah. His stat line was 18 carries, 63 yards, a touchdown, and then receiving, he had six catches, 55 yards, and a touchdown. Mm. That's a pretty good day at the office. Of, co of course, he's not going to fill in for Saquon, no. but we still had some semblance of a running yeah. game. Yeah, we did. And he, he looked good. He had both touchdowns early on. So then Jones throws those two interceptions, which looked he looked like, like a rookie. The most classic rookie mistakes, you know, right. staring down at this guy the whole time. The, from the second quarter on, we were talking about at the game, the offense looked a little bit lackadaisical. They did. They, um, you know, they really, the, the measure is points, and they had no points after that. The only points after that were on Pepper's pick six. And I wanted, like you said during the game, we needed some pace. You know, like, hurry to the line, call the plays quickly. Right. 
and you know, in the, in the second half of Tampa when we were down 19. They showed pace. They, they showed some urgency, and yeah. I think they didn't show the same urgency. Of course, it was a blowout, but you know, the score doesn't really matter with how this team is right now. We're just we need to get these guys, you know, moving, moving. You know, they're right. young, and we need them to develop, and that's right. how you develop. Show a little urgency. So I think just being nitpicky, the second half, the offense in the second half was of course conservative. But I would have liked to see a little bit of. You, you could also say I know you would never say it, but they were lethargic. No, I, and they I had did say zero you got that offensive word because points. I said it to you during the third quarter. Z- you might have yeah, zero. I, I did zero offensive points in the second half. You know, they, they were good when they needed to be early in the game. They put Washington away. Washington's not good on offense or defense. The coach is probably fired this week, which we'll talk about, and they played like it. They did. So before we go on to the defense, let's talk about Washington for a second because last week we talked about Tampa. Right now we're filming this halfway through the fourth quarter games. Tampa is looking really good against the Rams, which just confuses me. In, in L.A. In L.A. I mean, they didn't look – they looked pretty yeah. good against us. They didn't look like a team that was about to beat the Rams. That could be a freezing cold take. Maybe the Rams end up winning. Washington is very bad. They're they're bad everywhere. They're they're a bad organization in the front office, on the sideline, on offense and defense. They are the Knicks of the NFL. That's a perfect. And I'm sorry for you, but yes, that's true. They're just an they absolute are. mess. That's a perfect analogy. And Dan Snyder and Jim Dolan are probably, you know, peas in a pod. Of course, I I thought their their coaching was bad. Their defense was bad. Their offense. I mean, it was the right decision to go to Haskins there. Do you agree? We were sitting right, next but to some Redskins fans who were dying because Keenum obviously couldn't do anything. You know, it might be just Jay Gruden saying, hey, we need to, I need to see this guy because my job could be on the line here. Right. That's one, but think about how we did it versus how they did it. They did it kind of in a moment of panic, right? Middle of the right. game, no prep. Jones had a week to prepare. Right, and, and had a game plan put in for him. They threw Haskins in there on the road. I felt bad for him. Halfway through the second quarter. And by the way, I really didn't want us to take him. He's only played 13 college games. He's a big guy with a good arm. He very well could be a really good pro quarterback. We could be seeing Daniel Jones and you know Dwayne Haskins matchups for years to come. Yeah, and I think that was kind of the sense around the stadium was it was a very small – so. I don't, I'm not going to use the word monumental because these are two teams who are not. It was yeah. significant. It was significant. Uh, these could be the two quarterbacks of two NFC East teams for the next decade plus. Yeah. And by the way, the way you know that is every time Haskins had third down, the fans got loud on that end of the field. They really tried to drown him out and rattle him. God delayed a game penalty one time. He got sacked a couple of they times. They called a timeout coming out of a commercial break. That's right. That's right. It backed up in the Giants at the at, at their own end zone. That's I, right. I thought that I think fans in the stadium felt that. I, I th- right. I was going to say, I think everyone remembered that smirk he had on draft night, which I'm not going to lie. If I was him, I would have had the same reaction. He grew up in New Jersey, grew up a Giants fan, grew up really liking Eli Manning. And the Giants passed, passed on him at the sixth overall pick, and he had a smirk on his face saying, they're going to regret this. Right. So – you know, I think if the Redskins were a better run organization, they should have just started him. If they were so urgent to play him then, they should have just started him to begin with. And right. maybe they would have had a chance and would have rejuvenated their team and their defense 
the same way that Jones did for the Giants. So yeah. I thought it was kind of an unfair situation that they put him in. It was. It was unfair. My, my preference, by the way, is to let them sit for a year and see how fast the pro game is, the way they did with Mahomes. But you can't do that now. And let, that was a rare situation because with, with how the cap is, and it's kind of the Seattle Seahawks model, you, your best time to win is when your quarterback is on a rookie deal. So that's why you really need to get, you know, get it going quickly. That's kind of when the Seahawks' demise started, when they had a lull there after the Super Bowl. They had to pay people, and they had to pay Russell Wilson, their defense. You know, so right. the final stat lines on Jones versus Haskins, since that's in the grand scheme of things, that's kind of the moment that we'll remember the most. Jones, 23 for 31, 225 yards, touchdown, two picks. Dwayne Haskins... Nine for 17, 107 yards, three picks, two sacks. That would be a passer rating of 32.8 if you're scoring at home. Is that good? <laughs> I think you'd say, is that bad? <laughs> is that bad? <laughs> Case Keenum, not much better. Six for 11, 37 yards, 3.4. Yeah. So I thought the Giants' defense, actually, of course, their offense is bad. But the Giants' defense is showing vast improvements from week one to now. And that's what you want to see. Well, that's actually the story of the day. The story of the day is the Giants' defense, which put up some fight, stiffened, only gave up three points, which we'll talk about and get off my lawn. Um, the Giants' defense looked respectable today. I mean, they're playing. we got to remember, they played a bad team today. Of course. They played a bad team. Of course. But they looked respectable. Yeah, I, I think the defensive line is starting to generate a little bit more push at times, I think the secondary is starting to play a little bit better. You know, it could be that we weren't watching with the TV analysis. I don't remember seeing any of DeAndre Baker, which is great. Yeah. Jack Rabbit had two picks, which is the mentality you want from a cornerback when he had about as bad of a game as you can have yeah. as a cornerback last week. He got burned. He, and he got big applause today. B loud roar went up when he had that first interception. He had two picks. And then the turning point of the game, as we said, was – that peppers that, pick that was the final nail in the coffin right there and the roar went up for that too that was one where uh, there was one play i think on third down crowd was yelling he said i want to drive haskins into the ground here and they did and you could felt feel the crowd really wanted to go after him the sacks did it and the pick six really did it on defense no word on what the deal is with ryan Connolly yet but we are now dangerously thin at linebacker Alec Ogletree got hurt last week. Uh, Connolly this week. Also last week was Tay Davis. Right. We now have pretty much no linebackers, which is not what you want. I mean, how many do you carry? The, the, I mean, they signed last week Nate, Stup Nate Stupar, whatever that right. guy's name is. He's He is actually one of the worst linebackers I've ever seen. He's good on special teams. But now, you know, you don't want to play your special teams, guys. You right. Know, unless they're an actual prospect. Right. But... Hey Nate, if you if you listen to this podcast, that I'm was sorry, Alex. Nate. I'm Alex sorry. who he's said bad. that. He's not Charles. He's bad. Okay. But now he's going to be a starter. Okay. So I thought there were a couple other standouts. I think Dexter Lawrence starting to look good. Yeah. You, you know, we have some things going here. Yeah. Yeah. Who were some of your standouts on offense? Um, Evan Ingram. Shep had a big day. Had seven catches for 76 yards. Um, Evan Ingram had a nice day. Both, Gallman, both of them had a couple big third down catches big third down well. catches i thought the left side of the line held up well the right side of the offensive line did not hold up well um and I, it just felt like jones showed some composure but 
they were pushing our offensive lineman into his face all game long. The ball was coming out just as he was about to get stormed under. You right, know? right. Ryan Kerrigan was having his way with the Bremers there yeah. on the right side. That was. Bad. I think we had like four holding penalties today. Right, right. So grade for your offense? C, C plus. Woo! Harsh. Okay. We scored fourteen Harsh. points. Not a dry blanket. I will go. <laughs> I will go with a. I will go with a B. Okay, I, I was at a C plus. B isn't so much. No, I mean, C and a B. If you come home with a C, you're not that happy with me. If you come I wasn't with a that B, happy with the offense today. You, know, you have to play all four quarters. They were good for a quarter and a half. But uh, they were also up big. And you, while you would have liked to see more, there obviously the play calling was a lot more. They ran a jet sweep. And, right, they they right, did some things. Uh, I'll say B. Okay. You know what? I'll compromise. I'll even go B minus. Okay. How about that? I'm, a, I'm still a C plus, but okay, good. <laughs> Defense? A. Solid A. Solid A. Even the fact that they played a terrible team, A. Four turnovers, only gave up three points. That's an A. Could very well be the best defensive performance of the year when all is said and done. Well, to date, absolutely. And, and by the way, a defense that got lit up last week by also not a very good team. So, I know, I know, you're a big Tampa Bay fan now, but they're not <laughs> that good. They're not that good. <laughs> the, but they did. The, the defense looked very good. The story today was actually – not just that Daniel Jones wasn't a fluke last week. Maybe that will be next week, but not this week. The story of the game was really the Giants' defense stepping up. That was the story of today. What is your grade for the coaches? A, flat out. They had a decent offensive game plan. Betcher coming through, like you said, with no linebackers, with a very strong defensive game plan. They won handily. You've ripped them when they've not done what you yep. wanted. A. I agree. Uh, defensive grade? Oh, def- oh, no, defensive. Okay. A. Well, if I'm an A, I mean, no, how high can you go? No, I would definitely go, Coach. A, go A for defense. I think a big thing that this that the Giants' defense hasn't done in really a couple years is forced turnovers. Absolutely. They have been getting crushed by long drives for years, years, third down conversions. And when you can get your defense off the field, they have a little bit more gas, and a little more gas means – you start to play better, and I think that's what we're seeing. And turnovers are a huge part of it. Absolutely. Get off my lawn. Take it away. Real quick. Today was Daniel Jones' first home game. It was the first time we saw Jones versus Haskins. It was the first laugher we saw in a long time. It was also probably Jay Gruden's last week as coach of the Washington Redskins. I'll tell you why. Here's why. Not only did he kind of throw Haskins into the fire, which could have been get off my lawn, get off my lawn on, its, on its own, they're down 14 nothing. They've got short yards to go. They stink. They stink. They're going nowhere. He kicked a field goal on fourth and short. For, uh, fourth and one. Uh, I think it was fourth think, and one. I think one. fourth and one on the five. It was ridiculous. And I don't understand why coaches do that in general. There should be a lot of this kicking and punting. If you looked at the stats, the way baseball does with analytics or, or basketball does with a three-point shot, there'd be a lot less kicking and punting. But that that made no sense to me. It was like... Lack of imagination, lack of common sense. Nobody with a basic, you know, grasp of common probability would have kicked it. What are you playing for? You could be down fourteen to three instead of fourteen to seven. I I completely agree with you. I'm just laughing because normally get off my lawn. You're complaining about something that's you know a little bit. I just get off my lawn is you're stupid. Get off my lawn. Right, but this you one, celebrate th- this one. You're you know really embracing the analytics. We might have to call this you know stay away from my avocado toast. <laughs> get, get off no no. Get <laughs> off my lawn is normally I don't care about the team. I want to win. I, I want to be me. Like I'm going to celebrate and take a penalty or whatever. 
this was the kind of thing where if you want to win, you wouldn't do that. You'd go for it. If you don't get it, they're on the five-yard line. Made no sense. Get off my lawn, Jay Gruden. For Tell Me Something Good, this doesn't really even have to do about the game as much because I'm even talking about pregame. Tell Me Something Good is the rejuvenated energy of this franchise, the organization, the fans. They're, it's amazing how one player can change everything. And now they're not selling results. It's been two games and we haven't seen anything. They're selling hope. But with that being said, it's been a pretty bad couple of years. And to think where the energy level was even three weeks ago, vastly different from right now. And, you know, just when you think that you're giving up on the front office and the coaching staff and the defense, the defense looked so bad earlier in the year. Just seeing the energy turn around and thinking, okay, this is not the same old Giants of the past six years. We actually have something to look forward to for the future. I think that... I mean, that's huge. It's huge. Huge. Absolutely. Who knows? We might get a reality check next week against Minnesota. I actually think it's going to be a closer game than you do. It'll it'll be close. I just think that Minnesota is better than Tampa or or Washington. That might turn out not to be true. They're looking terrible today. You know, Giants are probably going to be the underdog at home next week. That's not a good sign. Home dogs. Let's ride. Let's ride. That's all we've got for today. Let's go, G-Man. Tell me something good. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.